Oh, welcome. Hello, Irene. How are you? We are fine. How are you, sir? Very well, thank you. Very, very well. Okay, so this is the, uh, the episode of the Who Is series here on Curious Anarchy. Um, basically, the idea behind this is for me to pick six people who I either love, admire, or inspire me. Um, and to sit down and have a conversation with them about what they're involved with, their aspirations, personal life, and kind of just share something of themselves with the world. And of course, our Curious Anarchy podcast listeners. Um, so Irene, thank you very much for taking the time out to come and sit with me and, and, and actually record this um, for the listeners. And also, I also want to really extend gratitude to you um i know that we've been speaking for maybe maybe a couple of years now almost um after being introduced by our mutual friend fiona mama fee um as she's known and um i've been seeing the work that you guys do and it's just amazing to look at what a difference a contribution can make towards people who are in circumstances that are to be quite blunt about it kind of less favorable than than my own um like let, let's talk about the the work that you do with ivc what what, what does ivc stand for and what do you do What's okay, your role? well are you with me yes i'm here i'm here yeah well, thank you so much um IVC stands for Initiative for Vulnerable Children, located in Uganda, mm-hmm. uh, based in Kampala Central, Kampala District, under Kampala Central Division. Okay, yeah, yeah, got you. Uh, kindly allow me to invite my general secretary to add you more about what we are doing. As I told you yesterday, that today we are team. I'm not only one, uh, there's the treasurer and the general secretary, Mr. Mchavas, around. Kindly allow me to invite him and elaborate more about it, sir. Okay, wonderful. Thank you, Irene. You're welcome, sir. Morning, sir. Good morning. Good morning. Sorry, who am I speaking with now? Yes, Mutiawa Stallone. Pardon? Mutiawa Stallone. Mutira. The General Secretary of IVC. Okay, wonderful. Thank you. Thank you very much for joining us um, here on Curious Anarchy for the, the Who Is special. Um, this is detailing um, our friend Namayamba, or Irene, as, as uh, more casually known as. And um, I wanted to kind of speak with, with her and yourself and, and some of the team to kind of share some of your experiences about, um, especially over the last sort of 12 months through this pandemic, how that's kind of impacted IVC and, you know, the, the work that you do. Okay, IVC stands for Initiative for Vulnerable Children. Yeah, yeah. But we are not targeting only the children. Okay. We are targeting we are targeting even the youths. Mm-hmm. And we have been doing that for the last ten years. 
Okay, yeah. So what, what age do you take these children in from? Our main activities are we are dealing in the vocational skills training. Yeah. In that vocational skills training, we enable the children who are able and the youths to acquire vocational skills in the identified and selected areas. Right, okay. So you, you take in these children and, and you basically give them some education and tools and skills. Yeah, that's that's yeah. that's essential. Thank you. Thank you for that for that. And in so, the, Yeah, carry on. Go ahead. In that we intend to equip them with skills so that they can create their own employment. Right, okay, so they can be self-employed. Um, we have also... Or, or work for other companies, or secure work, that is the idea. We have also another uh, activity, and that oh. is behavioral change. Right, okay. Behavioral change, in that we intend... Hello? Yes, carry on. In that we intend also to train them. Okay. With peer education and career guidance. Okay, wonderful, wonderful. Because these street children, they are very vulnerable. Yeah. That's because because if they are they are unemployed. And they can be used in a lot of malpractices. Mm-hmm. So, what but, kind of things? What kind of things are the children vulnerable to? But when you talk about these these bad practices, what kind of things are we talking about? Mm, they can be used by these wrong elements. For example, the female, the female children and youths. They try to engage them in a prostitution, pickpocketing, low ballet, and so on. There are many because so that what, behavior, because what, at the streets, so they are long. About, so, so we're talking about uh, like what age, in, in, in particularly with these young girls and boys? Age. Eight yeah. from eight okay. up us. Okay. So because be... many of them mm-hmm. have been arrested, being tortured, others being shot to death. So we are trying to eliminate such kind of practices. We also involve advocacy in that program. Okay. We are we are advocating for their rights because they are all our people. You never know children. They can become if they handled it properly. They can become good citizens. Mm-hmm. And we have witnessed a number of them. Brilliant. Uh, we are trying to to bridge a gap that has been existing yeah. 
between the local leaders and them. So what, what, what yeah, well, I was just going to go to ask what is trying to or building those relationships with those local authorities like like how 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 well are you kind of in tune with one another? So for us we are trying to organize them. We are organizing them and mobilize organize the meeting with the local leaders and we share experiences and some of them they will settle them to their homes okay. first of all they have to undergo training then after training those who need to be resettled we resettle them to their ancestral homes and the community good enough the community is welcoming most of our trained children and youths and in that kind of advocacy we are trying to become a voice for the voiceless right uh, we are trying to re to fill that gap not to take them as bad and unbehavior unbehaved children and youths but to uh if i can use to assimilate them in that in a, a given community with the assistance from the local leaders and the kampala city council authority that is advocacy under behavioral change great we have also we have also another program. Sure, yeah. Please tell us about uh, it. Sanitation. 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 Right, okay. In order to maintain them to live in a habitable environment. Right, right. Because as you know, in Islam areas, areas the standard of living is very low the drainage are always flooding in the rainy seasons mm -hmm. but we engage them uh, to clean the environment where they live and with the assistance from also from the local leaders yeah. and the Kampala City Council Authority we also train them how they can keep to be safe, to be safe, uh, not to spread HIV AIDS, and even this COVID pandemic, mm -hmm. COVID virus, COVID-19. Yeah. I would say th this must have been a real challenge for you guys, because um, Irene, she sent me a few photographs and, and, and videos and so on, and um, you know, everybody is, is like the social distancing that we've been doing over here, it's nothing like that over there. And the, you know, for me, I guess the thing is, is that you can't really social distance from these children that you are vulnerable, that you are helping. And um, so, how has that been for you guys out there working, you know, under these coronavirus, this whole pandemic? Mm, we are providing. Uh, sanitizers, masks, and also train them how, can they, how they can be safe to wash their hands, 
and even their clothes and what have you to be very hygienically fit. Uh, in that, we are providing soap, liquid soap. Connection a little bit there. Hello. Just bear with us a moment. the wonders of technology mm. and worldwide connection here. I'm not sure if you can hear me or not, but your connection shows that you're, you're attempting to connect. I'm just going to wait here a little while. in the hope that uh, we'll regain connection. The magic of media. So we've just been going the pandemic, the links between the pandemic, the work that they do over in uh, Uganda and, and and officials and other partners and and that they take care of, of children from upwards of, of the year of the age of eight. Um, as we heard there, we heard some of the stories. Okay, so welcome back. Um, we had a little bit of a, uh, a technical issue there. <laughs> we lost connection um, with you guys. Um, so just before the short break, we were kind of exploring some of the dangers that the children are exposed to or vulnerable to, um, and also talking about the work that you guys are doing in trying to make the connections between these vulnerable children and, you know, employment and, and work and improving their, their overall standard of living. We were talking about sanitation um, just before we were cut off. Um, so just to kind of, um, to, we were talking about the pandemic experience. How how have you guys actually managed that with your own sort of mental, your own well-being? How have you prepared yourselves, you know, to cover each day? How do you do that? Uh, well, I've been doing that. After mobilizing even earlier, and we call out that training, we enable them to get uh, ideas and knowledge about the, the, the disease, this COVID-19. Because in the lockdown, people are not working. But now there is at least some uh some some whatever but we are trying to sensitize them and using the funds that you have been forwarding to us to get the materials like uh, 
soap, water, uh, masks, and even food. Because at the streets, because at the streets, they have nowhere to feed from. We are trying to organize some food. We have been organizing some food just for lunch, but in the evening, some of them they go back to their homes. Right. Mm. Uh, hey, and you also work with their parents. Some of them. Yeah, that, that, but the number—that's really interesting. Um, t- tell us about some of the parents, if you can. Um, like, what kind of relationship do you at IVC have with the parents of of the children who come to your center and, and who you work with? In the village meetings, we we usually organize. Some we identify also the very very poor families, and because these children, some of them they are come from they come from the rich families, but most of them they are coming from the poor families. Okay. They have nowhere to feed. They have no food. They have no anything for basic essentials. Okay. So most of them they go to streets then in the evening they come back to their homes but that one we are trying to eliminate that one to prevent that one okay. not to migrate to the streets to find to find anything to eat what we are doing we mobilize them and organize them and seek where we can get assistance so the assistance as per now is still limited but the number is rising day and day. So we still have that challenge. Okay, okay. And, and I wanted to just pick up on a point, as you just mentioned there. Um, you said that you have a, a mix of, I guess you might call it social classes. So you have some poor children and some rich children or, or children that are coming from um, a home that's sort of fairly well off. Um, when, like, for, for me, I'm, I'm kind of thinking, why are children from... A, you know, a rich or a well-off uh, household attending the center. Yes, uh, allow me to uh, allow me to let you know about that. Yeah, please. Um, uh, the reason why they are coming, especially those rich guys, are uh, the rich children coming to the street. Mm-hmm. It, it depends. Most of the time, it's because of the the so-called stepmothers. Who tend to come in the families? For example, when a mother dies, a child remains at home with her father. Her father marries another woman. When those women comes in the house, they always torture the children they find at home. So when uh, the child tend to, uh, by t- time comes when he cannot bear with the situation which is at home, since the mother, uh, the mother's maybe the mother's died or she has gone, uh, that woman who comes in, she comes with another order. So. All things get they get disorganized. At the end of the day, the child realizes that he cannot, he or she can't fit in the home. They end up coming to the street. Uh, on, on, on that issue, we are trying as much as we can. We have tried as much as we can to talk to the parents, especially the fathers. But you know, fathers are so funny. They don't listen most of the time, especially when a child goes away. They tend to call those children. Actually, they're street children. They don't. They don't. They don't engage them in their family mm-hmm. issues as well. Mm-hmm. At the end of that day, we find that kind of problem. But we try as much as Mr. Mtewa told you, 
to engage them in other things and have vocational trainings yeah and they begin they begin their they set on different life and they forget they they, they always forget their father's uh, property or what and they begin they begin new life uh, that's what i can say on, on on that issue on addition to that uh in in africa let me say africa we have different uh, we have different culture uh what am i trying to say when i talk of culture uh there are some people behaving in a funny way becoming rich when they have even done some sacrifices you find a child comes and tells you you know what my dad was almost killing me because he wanted to become rich that's why i decided to run away from home uh they believe in they believe in those uh those, those funny funny culture at the end of the day you find those children also comes out the street Wow. Okay. So there's there's a there's a lot of neglect that that kind of comes yeah. into play here, um, and then you guys kind of take in these these children, and you, you really are caring for their well-being, the the how they feel about themselves and their relationships with their parents. Because I, I you know I can imagine it's quite a big shift, but a lot of change for a small child to kind of get their head around. And if they don't have that support. You know they can they can end up in very bad situations so i just want to say thank you thank you for that work that you do there that is much appreciated and i'm sure that the listeners will also appreciate the, the stories that you're sharing with us here today um All right. just okay so kind of just to because i'm aware that the, the connection may drop again <laughs> and um mm -hmm. you know this is the beauty of of, of international um access through through media um, we're able to record this podcast here in London and out in Uganda mm -hmm. um, it will be fantastic to hear something about your um, expectations or, or ideas or things that you would like people who are listening to this recording to listening to this podcast to know about IVC and how to get hold of you how to reach you how to help and support you wow that's really wonderful it's so nice uh, yes Mr. Jeremy yes. hello Jeremy I'm here. <laughs> uh, uh, before, before you go further allow me to introduce to you our um the treasurer is also here. Okay. The one I talked about, the mobile Alex, is also going to contribute about IVC and more about what we are doing. Okay. Thank you. Sure, sure. Brilliant. Thank you. So, good morning, Mr. Jerome. Good morning, Mr. Mobile. You well? Yes. Yeah, I'm good. well. Welcome to the Curious Anarchy podcast. Um, this is the. the oh, thank you. <laughs> this is the Who Is series. Um, which basically is outlining six people or, or, or organizations who I love, admire, or inspire me. And we're here now speaking with yourself. Um, please share share a little bit about um, what you do. And also to kind of just wrap up, I guess, share your ideals for the future. Okay. Thank you so much for this opportunity. Thank you. First of all, as IVC, actually our worker is, is is limited so far because first of all, the pandemic has 
limited us in our way of working because long those days we back we used to actually meet a group of children and collect them together and this time now we have to you have to use limited numbers and we have to do a lot of activities in a in a long time that we used to do in like a short time so we are limited in COVID-19 and because of that you will find out that you need a lot of resources right right and also also another thing that I wanted to touch on um is is recently I I actually lost contact with um Irene Namayamba um during your election how how is that all playing out like obviously you guys are able to access the internet again now like what what how how did that play out what was that like Ah, here. Did you hear the question? Come again. We lost your connection. Hello. Okay, I can hear you now. No, we lost your connection. Yes, yeah, so but the question. Can you was, repeat the um, question, please? How did you sort of deal with the, the What the was the question? With um, the, the recent Ugandan elections. Um, because I was saying that I lost touch with Irene for a, for a brief amount of time um, when when she became they they locked down the internet and Facebook just went just disappeared and it was you know it was it was a challenge to reach her how how was that for you guys because I'm presuming that you'd have had difficulty reaching the people that you needed to, to reach out to but how did you manage that? So actually that happened not only to IVC but different organizations were cut off. And the reason was you know IVC we we are lacking some a little bit of documentations in the in the government right. and they had to first lock the account. But they didn't tell us so that happened abruptly because you know as uganda um people are, more, are money minded the government actually is money minded if they see any organization that does work and they are not benefiting from it so they actually come in a way also other big organizations complain because maybe they think what you do is taking their donors because for us we do work that other organizations are not implemented yet because it has to be done okay. because others they don't they don't reach everywhere so where they don't meet is where we meet but you find out that when they see you going doing something that they are not yet doing they just bear with me bear with me i'm getting a, re a really bad signal um we're just gonna and cut this and then i'll send you another link and then we'll hop back on okay Okay. 
Welcome back to the Anarchy Podcast. We are in the middle of our Who Is series. Um, I have here Mr. Nibiru and Irene, or Namuyamba, um, from IVC in Uganda, a, the Initiative for Vulnerable Children, um, telling us about some of the work that they do and how they've fared during the pandemic and also the internet lockdown. Uh, sorry, we, we got cut off <laughs> a little bit there towards the end of the last one. Can you hear me okay? I just want to check. Okay, wonderful. Yeah, okay. Um, so if yeah. we can just kind of just recollect, just rewind slightly, your the, in, the experience of the lockdown, how did that impact IVC and yourselves? The lockdown actually raised a number of okay, challenges, wonderful. but okay. also as IVC we see challenges as opportunities. So we know that many people were challenged, but also as an organization, that's how we have to come in. So we it also helped us to identify different uh different problems that we didn't know it existed okay. because some people opened up their minds and also yeah it helps the organize to get to different people who are interested to help with to come and help within the organization and help others and also it, it also impacted uh -huh. us as leaders to leave yeah. the comfort zone and actually do something. Because you know, Uganda is somehow, mm -hmm. somehow disorganized. They, they can't just believe in COVID because of poverty. Right. Uh -huh. providing enough yeah and yeah. yeah sitting home it wasn't thing to do for to or just or just say no to covid so as an organization we actually had to come in and make sure that uh, even if they go into the community at least they are protective and was not enough to once but for us we had to be there every time huh? so that's why it also helps us okay, as an organization wonderful, wonderful. to be beneficial to um, our very aware of the, uh, the potential for more internet uh, disturbance here, more connection disturbance. I just wanted to just thank you for the work that you do, um, and thank you for for working with these children who are coming from these backgrounds. Thank you for taking care of yourselves and others, and also I, I wish you all the best of success. I will continue to support IVC Uganda, and I'm sure some of our curious anarchy podcast listeners will be interested to see how they can help too 
So if anybody would like to offer any sort of resources or funding or investment, how can they get hold of you? Who would like to answer the question? Can you hear me? Yeah. So, Kim Sanaki, who is... We are sorry for that connection. <laughs> that's okay, that's yeah. okay. I'm hoping that we can kind of just, just wrap this one up um, just right here and land it on this note. Um, so, we were about um, all of the work that you do and I wanted to kind of get your ideas for how people can, um, you know, reach out to you if they want to support you in any way shape or form um so how can people do that how can the curious anarchy listeners get hold of you to to help out to offer support actually we have as an organization we have a bank account okay yeah it's not online but it it, it will be on our email our 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 uh, our Facebook okay. page. Okay, so what, what's the name of the Facebook page? Uh, it, it, it's IVC Uganda, Initiative Uganda, is it? It's IVC Uganda. IVC Uganda on Facebook. And that's, uh, that's where they can... That's our Facebook page. Wonderful. That's where people can reach out to you. Um, do you have an email that people can contact? Yes, we have an email. Yeah. What, what's that email? Our email is IVC IVC Uganda zero at gmail.com. Okay, so that's IVC Uganda zero at gmail.com. That's zero with the, the that's the number, the numerical. Yes. Yeah, okay, wonderful. Yes. IVC Uganda zero at gmail.com. If you would like to help out IVC or support them in any way, shape or form if you'd like to invest, whether it be funding or time or volunteering in any kind of way. Um, but if you can help support them by offering connections or resources, that would be amazing. The work that you've heard these guys speaking about today, the, the, the ladies and the lady and gent speaking about today, um, if you would like to help out, please do get involved. Um, that is it for today. This is the Who Is uh, series. I guess you could call it the uh, Mr. Mubiru, uh, Alex, uh, Mr. Motiaba, and uh, Miss Janet, or Namuyamba, Janet Irene. Yeah. Um, thank you very, very much. I really appreciate you taking some time out to spend with me and <laughs> bearing with the, the, the complications and technical difficulties here that we've had today. Um, but it's been wonderful to speak to you. I'm very sure we'll, we will catch up again very soon. And uh, yeah, so thank you very much. If you want to hit us up on the, uh, the Twitter, the Twitter is at underscore Curious Anarchy. Title of this series is Who Is? And this has been Irene, Mr. Mubiru and Mr. Mutiaba on the Curious Anarchy podcast, Who Is? series. Thank you very much. Thank you for your time. Thank you. Thank you.
We love you so much. Uh, greetings to the family. We love you so much, and we appreciate every uh, um, fans you do for us. Wonderful. Thank you. Thank you very much. Take care, everybody. Yeah. Goodbye. Okay, dear. Goodbye.